0: Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall. Hello and welcome to the podcast. It's July 7th. Joan of Arc's heresy conviction was overturned on this day in 1456, although by that point she had been dead for 25 years. Joan of Arc is how she's known in English. In French, she is generally known as Jeanne d'Arc. She grew up during the 100 Years' War, which actually spanned more like 116 years. This was a war that at its very basic level boiled down to who gets to rule France. She grew up in this this, this territory that was right on the edge of what was controlled by France and what was controlled by England, very roughly speaking. When she was young, she started hearing the voices of three saints, St. Michael, St. Catherine, and St. Margaret, and they told her that she should come to the aid of the French Dauphin. That was Charles de Valois. He would later on become Charles VII, the King of France. And she did. She followed what those voices told her to do. She went to the Dauphin stronghold in May of 1428, and the captain told her to leave. She did. But she was very persistent. She came back a few months later. She made her journey disguised in men's clothing. And this time they actually let her in. Some theologians questioned her. The idea that she was hearing voices that were religiously oriented, that raised some suspicions. Ultimately though these theologians advised the dauphin to let her do what she was asking to do which was to try to lead an army to try to save France they gave her a small army she went to Orléans on April 27th of 1429 Orléans was besieged by the English at the time and while these English troops were distracted on the west she came in from the east What she was doing was more about inspiring the people than actually being a strategic leader of the military movements themselves. This process continued. She actually wound up being injured in a battle on May 7th and immediately went back to fighting after being bandaged up. And the English were eventually driven out of Orléans. So the Hundred Years' War... As its name suggests, it went on a very long time. The tide of battle shifted back and forth during all of this, and it had not been going well for France in recent years. The population of France and especially areas that were occupied by England, the people were downtrodden, they were exhausted. But this victory in Orléans and Jeanne's leadership really started to, to turn the tide back in favor of France. This was the first of a series of victories and the Dauphin was eventually able to be coronated in July as king. After a series of other battles, Joan was actually captured in May of 1430. She was sold to the English who put her on trial for heresy and witchcraft. During this questioning, they gave her a lot of confusing and deceptive questions, and sometimes one where there was really no right answer at all. There was also a lot of focus on her wardrobe. There are passages in the Bible relating to how women shouldn't, quote, wear that which pertaineth unto a man. This came up a lot. She had been wearing masculine attire during this service to France. She was eventually condemned to death but when that happened, she recanted her testimony. She agreed to start wearing feminine dress again. A few days later, though, she was found to be wearing masculine attire, and she said that St. Catherine and St. Margaret had appeared to her, and they had told her that she was wrong to give in to what the church had told her to do, that being to dress properly in their minds like a woman. She was burned at the stake, and as a relapsed heretic not actually for witchcraft. The fact that she had relapsed into her heretical ways was what caused it. I was on May 30th of 1431. It is not totally clear exactly how much influence that she had on battles themselves, but she definitely inspired people. The work that she did was what eventually helped Charles become the king of France. He had not intervened during her trial. But afterward in part because this heresy conviction maybe could have undermined his claim to the throne. He had had such support from her, that connection became very suspicious. He helped get her sentence overturned posthumously. A trial of rehabilitation was convened and it ultimately found her innocent. There's ongoing debate today about the cause of her visions, where they came from, but now she's recognized as a saint in the Roman Catholic Church. She is a national hero of France and of course she is an object of respect and admiration among women who see that she was able to make a place for herself in this way in the very masculine world of military service during the Hundred Years' War. Thanks to Yves Jeffcoat for her research work on today's episode and Tari Harrison, who edits all of these episodes. You can learn more about Joan of Arc or Jeanne d'Arc on the April twenty second, 2009 episode of Stuff You Miss in History Class. And you can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else to get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for a famous sermon. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. <laughs> love the dance challenges <laughs> i love that it's kid safe coppa certified uh, i don't know what that means it means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data zigazoo the world's largest social network for kids <laughs> download the zigazoo app today infinity presents a new chapter in luxury